Hi, this is Living Truth with Dr. Ferdinand Uweke, coordinator of Eternity Ministries. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The freedom you experience is tied to the truth that you know. On Living Truth, you will encounter God's truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Living Truth is life-changing truth, holistic truth, balanced truth. For books and messages from Dr. Ferdinand and Eternity Ministries, visit our website www.eternityministries.org and www.ferdinandweke.com And now, here's Dr. Ferdinand with today's message. Hi, my name is Dr. Ferdinand Weke, and I am your host on Living Truth. I coordinate Eternity Ministries and its training arm, which we call Truth Institute. At Eternity Ministries, our focus is to live with eternity in view and then to maximize Calvary and then to raise other people to do the same. Jesus paid the price and it is our desire that everyone benefits maximally from the price that Jesus paid. Now, Eternity Ministries is not a church and I am not uh, a, a church pastor. I'm a teacher and a preacher of the whole gospel and the word of God. And living truth is not, first of all, about making you a member of a church. It's about equipping you with the truth and the insights from the word that is going to bring victory in your life. And I'd like to welcome you to this edition of Living Truth. And as we get into the word for today, I believe that you will be blessed. And please feel free to tell your friends and family members about living truth so that they also can benefit from the word that God speaks to us uh, on this program. Uh, thank you. Now, I'd like us to begin a series which we call the Kingdom Series. The Kingdom Series. And we will be looking at the Kingdom of God throughout this series and see what does the Bible say about the kingdom, the priority of the kingdom, the blessings, the benefits of the kingdom of God. Because you see, the most important thing by far is God's eternal kingdom. So Father, bless all of my listeners today as we get into your word and just open our eyes of understanding so that we can receive insight and truth about your eternal and everlasting kingdom so that we can be blessed in time. We can walk in the fullness of your kingdom provisions on earth here. And then when time gives way to eternity, we will spend eternity with you forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And so on today's broadcast, we will be looking at the priority of the kingdom. The priority of the kingdom. Now, this will be the first in our kingdom series, and it's important to establish the overwhelming priority of God's kingdom. Now, I want to read from Matthew chapter 6, and I'm reading from verse 27 to 33. That is Matthew chapter 6, from verses 27 to 33. This is Jesus speaking. So Jesus says, Who of you, by worrying can add a single hour to his life and why do you worry about clothes see how the lilies of the field grow 
they do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was not dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and then tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well or will be added to you as well. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ in this passage of scripture was speaking about the priority of the kingdom of God. Nothing can be more important than God's kingdom. You know, from the passage that we just read, Jesus was addressing the matter of worry. You see, what worry does is that worry occupies the mind. It fills the mind with our idea of what is important. When you are worrying about something, it is an indication, it's a measure of the importance of that thing to you. you. You don't worry about things that are not important. We worry about major things. We worry about things that we believe could affect us maybe negatively or could, uh, could you know, be a threat or could, you know, affect our opportunities or other positive expectations that we have. So worry has to do with priorities. And Jesus is saying, how much, we say, which of you with all of your worry can add a single minute or a single hour to your life? You know, when I came to understand that my times are in God's hands, <laughs> my times are in God's hands. It's God that created me and he holds my life. Scripture says he holds our souls in life and does not allow our feet to be moved. He is the one that keeps Israel, the one that does not sleep, the one that does not slumber. Now, if God is the one that is holding my life, why am I worrying about it? Because my times are in his hands. He can keep me. And if he does not, scripture says, if even the birds, Jesus said, that for one of the birds of the air to fall to the ground, it will not happen without your father's permission. Now, so Jesus said, if you keep worrying, will you be able to add a single hour to your life? And all of my listeners that are worrying this morning, I just want you to know that there is nothing that you are going through that God cannot handle. Why not leave it in his hands and just trust yourself to God and say, Well, Father, this matter is in your hands. If you can't handle it, neither can I handle it. So why worry about it in the first place? Okay, so the Lord Jesus says that you're worrying you know, which occupies your minds and fills your heart and does not allow you to see beyond the issues facing you, that that worry cannot resolve those issues. And then Jesus says, why do you worry about clothes? What are we going to wear? What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What about this? What about that? Jesus said, that's exactly what the pagans, that's exactly what the hidden, those who do not know God, Jesus said, that's exactly what occupies their minds. But for you, child of God, your case is different. 
your case is different. You know, it was such a powerful day for me when I understood that my case is different. If you belong to God, your case is different. Your case is different. Very, very, very different. And because your case is different, your times are in God's hands. And now that your times are in God's hands, God can handle those things. So Jesus said, do not worry. Say, what shall we eat? Don't allow those things to become the priority in your mind, the priority in your heart, your chief concern. Don't let that be what you are living for. Jesus said, don't let clothes and material things. You see, there's a whole lot of focus. Everybody is after money. But Ferdinand, do you mean that money is not important? Of course, money is important. But please be aware that money cannot solve your problems. Money cannot give you eternal life. And there are lots of people that have money today who do not have health. There are lots of people that have money today. They don't have eternal life. There are lots of people that have money today, but they don't have peace inside their spirit. There is something more important than money. You see, we are talking about the priority of the kingdom. The priority of the kingdom of God. Now, does it mean that if you make the kingdom your priority, you will not have the rest of the things? Jesus said, no, don't pursue what everybody else is seeking. You know, some years ago, the Lord said something to me that changed my life. He said to me, he said, boy, <laughs> that's, that's the way he said it. He said, boy, he said, if you look for me, I will give you what people are looking for. He said, boy, boy, if you look for me, if you put me first, I will give you what people are looking for. And he has provided for my needs. You see, you cannot put him first and come up last in life. That bears repeating. You cannot put him first and come up last in life. So Jesus said, don't put all of these things. What are you? A lot of people are so concerned about fashion, what they wear, their appearance, but they have not paid attention to their hearts. You have not prepared your heart for the kingdom of God, but you are so busy in front of the mirror. You are so busy, you know, what am I going to wear? You know, there is this thing coming up. What am I going to? All of those things are going to pass away. Jesus said there is something more important than the clothes in your wardrobe. There is something more important than the shoes on your feet. There is something more important than all the things that everybody is seeking. And that thing is the kingdom. So what did Jesus say? Jesus now said, seek ye first. First. You know the operational word in what Jesus says is the word first. First. Seek first. You see, God is not so much concerned about what we seek as he is about what we seek first. First. You see, the word that is indicative of priority in the scripture that Jesus spoke is the word first. And, you know, a friend of mine, you know, Femi Rees, you know, one of my co-workers that we serve God together. Femi made a statement years ago that stuck with me. Femi said, after Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, he never said, and then seek ye next. In other words, after Jesus said, seek first the kingdom, Jesus never said, and then after you are finished seeking the kingdom, then seek something next. Why is that so? Because, you see, the law of priorities indicates that when you get the priority, everything else falls into place. When you get the priority, 
everything else falls into place you see the way a kingdom operates is that if you get the kingdom you get everything once you get the kingdom now look nigeria is not even a monarchical kingdom kind of government we have a democracy but do you notice that once you win election to become the presidency of nigeria you don't have to start campaigning to become a local government chairman you don't have to start campaigning to become minister for industries or minister for petroleum in fact the way it is in nigeria today our president his excellency is also the minister for petroleum he can assign the portfolio to himself it's perfectly legal he's correct to do that if that's what he chooses to do now why didn't he have to look for that the reason is because he is the president once he becomes the president all the other things are added that is the law of the kingdom and you know in a kingdom it's even more serious because a king does not have the regular restrictions that a president has a president's powers are limited a king's power is not limited in fact the bible says who can say to a king what are you doing say where the word of the king is there is power and nobody can dare say to the king what are you doing and why are you doing that you don't ask that question of the king you can't say that because this is kingdom so jesus said once you get the kingdom of god once you win the kingdom everything else is added to you so what did jesus say he said because of the priority of god's kingdom make it your first pursuit make it your primary quest you know in subsequent broadcast in this kingdom series i'm going to show you what is this kingdom but that kingdom in brief represents the government of god there are two things about a kingdom a kingdom first of all is a kind of government but apart from being a type a kind of government a kingdom also is the territory over which a king rules it is a, a, a the rule of a king over a life over a family over a nation over a business over you know the nations of the earth that's the rule of god the kingdom of god so the kingdom is first of all a principle before it is a place of course a kingdom cannot function in a vacuum so the kingdom of god has a location the first location is our hearts our families god intends that his kingdom will rule over every area in fact over our mouths our eyes our ears his kingdom will rule because it's part of his government he wants to rule over our families he wants to rule over our nation he wants to rule over our businesses and you see all the blessings that we are looking for is contained in the rule of god the kingdom has all the answers because you see when jesus healed the sick he said tell the people when he sent them to go and preach he said as you go preaching announce to them that the kingdom of god has arrived heal the sick set the oppressed free because those are benefits of the kingdom when the kingdom is proclaimed so you see everything that we are looking for is in the kingdom so jesus said seek ye first put that kingdom first one version said first of all be eager to have god as your king and then everything else will be added to you the other thing that jesus said we should seek is righteousness righteousness means being right with the king when you put the king first do you know that in a kingdom you cannot put the king first and come up last it's impossible you cannot be right and correct with the king and the king will not bless you and the king will not provide for you 
And so Jesus said, Seek ye first. Stop worrying about, don't occupy your head about all of these things. Somebody is trying to kill me. Do you know that if in a kingdom, somebody is trying to kill you, but the king himself, who is also the Lord and the king over the people who are trying to kill you, do you know that the king can handle that? There is nothing the king cannot handle. That is why he is king. <laughs> so you see, my friends, I want to encourage you to see the priority of God's kingdom government. And when you begin to see that, and you begin to seek that kingdom first, Jesus guarantees that everything else will be added to you. We are going to continue to look at the kingdom after this short break. Don't go away. <laughs> Hi, this is Living Truth with Dr. Ferdinand Uweke, coordinator of Eternity Ministries. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The freedom you experience is tied to the truth that you know. On Living Truth, you will encounter God's truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Living Truth is life-changing truth, holistic truth, balanced truth. For books and messages from Dr. Ferdinand and Eternity Ministries, visit our website www.eternityministries.org and www.ferdinandweke.com. Dr. Ferdinand will be back after this short break. Join Dr. Ferdinand and other servants of God for Living Truth Life every last Sunday of the month. Brace up for life-changing teachings, prayers, and ministrations. Dr. Ferdinand is not a church pastor, but a teacher of God's Word. You will be nourished with the Word and equipped to maximize your destiny. Venue, Large Banquet Hall, Pineal Apartment, 171 Ademola Adetokumbo Crescent, Busi 2 Abuja. Time is 4 p.m. For books, CDs, and other materials, visit our office at Block 13, Flat 2, Spring Valley Estate, opposite Arco Estate, Airport Road, Abuja. Listen to Dr. Ferdinand online at our website, www.eternityministries.org. That is, www.eternityministries.org. Or call 081-066-06076. That is, 081-066-06076. Zero six zero seven six. Dr. Ferdinand welcomes your partnership to help spread the solid truth of God's word and to keep living truth on the air. Call now 081-066-06076 or email ferdinand.mweke at gmail.com. Welcome back to Living Truth. Now, you know, before the break, we were looking at the fact of the priority of the kingdom of God. You see, Jesus was asking, he said, which of you with all of your worrying, you know, prioritizing the things of this life, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? You know, what are we going to wear? Jesus said, which of you with all of that worrying can add a single hour to your life? He said, you cannot do that. So instead of worrying about all of those things, Jesus said, there is something much, much more important that we need to put first. And that is the kingdom. So in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, the Lord Jesus said, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then everything else will be added to you. Because like we saw, the law of the kingdom is that when you get the kingdom, you get everything else. Once the kingdom becomes yours, once the king takes over in a certain territory, then it gives you access to everything that the king has and all the blessings that the king desires to release 
to his subjects. There's one more scripture I would like us to read on Living Truth today, and that is Acts of the Apostles chapter 1. And we want to see what the Lord Jesus Christ did with his disciples. So in Acts of the Apostles chapter 1, from verse 1, you know, Luke, the author of Acts, was writing. So he said, in my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach. Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. So verse 2 now, he said, until the day when he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions to the, by, through the Holy Spirit to the apostles that he had chosen. After his suffering, Jesus showed himself to these men, that is his apostles, his disciples, and he gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. So the fact that Jesus is alive is not a story. It's, it's proven. It's real. The disciples, the apostles, they saw him. They ate with him. So he gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days speaking about the kingdom of God. You see, the point I'm trying to bring out from this scripture is that after the Lord Jesus rose from the dead, he appeared to his disciples and showed them many, many convincing proofs that he was alive. Like I said, <laughs> Jesus is alive. And I love what Job said. He said, I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that my Redeemer lives. And you see, as long as your Savior is alive, there is hope. <laughs> now, Jesus now said, for those 40 days after he rose from the dead, Scripture now says that Jesus had only one topic of discussion. Jesus had only one sermon. He had only one subject. And the Bible said he was speaking to his disciples and teaching them about the kingdom can you imagine a kingdom seminar that lasted for 40 days this is jesus after he rose from the dead he could have told them about you know what happened inside hell you know or what what happened when he was in the grave what happened when he went to hell and he you know he defeated the devil and and crushed principalities and powers as he did on the cross what happened um, uh, you know, he could have told them a whole lot of things, but scripture said for 40 days after Jesus rose from the dead, he was speaking to his disciples about the kingdom of God. He was speaking about the kingdom. He had no other subject. You see, if you listen to the teachings of Jesus, the kingdom of God was his overriding emphasis. Jesus had nothing else to teach. If you look all of his parables, he said the kingdom of God is like a sower who went out to sow. He said the kingdom of God is like, you know, a woman that took leaven and hid it in three measures of flour. He said the kingdom of God is like a net that was cast out. You know, he said he that is least in the kingdom of God is greater than this person. He said, except you are converted and you become like little children, you cannot enter into the kingdom. He said, except you are born again, you cannot enter into the kingdom. Everything that Jesus taught concentrated on the kingdom. In fact, in the New Testament, the kingdom is mentioned 158 times. That's how many times the word kingdom appears in the new testament why is that so because that kingdom was the overriding priority of the lord jesus christ he is the kingdom of god everything he was saying was centered around the kingdom of god 
Why is that so? Because there is nothing more important than the kingdom. When John the Baptist began to preach, John the Baptist said, Repent, because the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When Jesus began to preach, Jesus repeated the exact same sermon that John the Baptist preached. Jesus said, Repent, because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So, the reason is because there is nothing more to preach. You know, if Jesus is the Savior and John was the forerunner, you will think that the Savior will come with a bigger sermon to preach. But not so. The same thing that Jesus, John preached is exactly what Jesus preached because it was Jesus that gave John the sermon in the first place. The reason is because the kingdom of God is the greatest priority. And when you seek that kingdom first, when you put the kingdom first, the lifestyle of the kingdom, the king himself, having the king as your king, when you put the king first, you cannot put the king first and come up last. Don't forget that statement. It's impossible to place the king first and become last in his kingdom. The king will take care of you. The king will provide for you because he owns everything in the kingdom. <laughs> that's, that's the law of the kingdom. So I want to encourage you to put the kingdom first. Now, how is this done? The first way to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness is to receive the king into your life. You see, when the king takes over, then his kingdom has come. And the way to do that is to repent of sin. You see, that's why we have to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Righteousness means right standing with the king. You are right with the king. There is no quarrel. There is nothing that is disrupting your relationship with the king. So that is righteousness. The king approves of you. And you see, this king has not come to condemn us. He has come to show us mercy and grace. So no matter what you have done, no matter where you have been, the king is calling for you. The king is calling for you. The king wants to show you grace. And he wants to establish you in his kingdom so that every other blessing of that kingdom can become your portion. And so what do you need to do? Receive the king and then begin to learn the ways of the king. And it will be my joy to show you how as we continue here together on Living Truth. Amen. And so uh, as we draw Living Truth to a close, I'd like to give you an opportunity to make Jesus your king. Don't forget, when you seek first his kingdom, when you put Jesus first, you allow him to become king in your heart. Whoa! Then everything else can be added to you. Receive him as your Lord and your Savior. God did not send him to condemn us. He loves you. So prepare this prayer with me from the depths of your heart to make him Lord of your life. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Christ the son of the living God. You died for my sins and you rose again from the dead. I repent of my sins. Come into my heart, Jesus. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Okay? Now, if you pray that prayer with all of your heart, I believe that Jesus has answered. He has come into your heart and you will never be the same again. And until next time when we bring you another edition of Living Truth, don't forget, the bigger God gets in your eyes, the tinier your mountains become. Goliath seems so big because God seems so small. <laughs> and as you trust him, he will do great things in your life. 
This is your host on Living Truth, Dr. Ferdinand Mweke saying, until next time when we bring you another edition of Living Truth, God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Living Truth today. We believe you've been blessed. Connect with Dr. Ferdinand on Facebook, facebook.com slash drferdinandwicked. That is facebook.com slash drferdinandwicked. Or call 0808-793-5270. That is 0808-793-5270. Or visit our website, www.eternityministries.org and www.fredlandunwake.com for more resources and to sign up to our Living Truth podcast. Until next week, when we bring to you another edition of Living Truth, don't forget, the bigger God gets in your eyes, the tinier your mountains become. And your power shows.